Let's rock. Yeah, baby. Guess what? You are listening to Song a Week. This is the podcast that gives you a brand new, fully produced, don't stop or will die song a week. My name is Michael Cassidy. I'm one of your co-hosts. Oh, and I'm uh, the other co-host. Uh, my name is Paul Rust. How's it going, Mikey? It's going great, man. It's going great. We're Don't Stop or We'll Die. And on a normal week, we'd be dishing out, dishing up a, a hot, fresh, piping new tune. That's baby. right. That's right. But we thought because of this Independence Day holiday, we'd take a week off but offer you something very special from a bonus episode we did behind a paywall. But before we do that, Mikey, (laughs) how was your 4th of July? Oh, my goodness gracious. Toes in the pool, fingers in the pie, (laughs) uh, head in the clouds. (laughs) Had a a ball. Absolutely. Watch Jaws. Every year I watch Jaws. Uh Uh, Little tradition. Did the ending change this time? Yeah, every year it changes just a little bit. Like some AI has gotten into, I think the <laughs> the pixels, yeah, my friend. The last time I rewatched it, the some sort of AI pixels got into the end <laughs> and Richard Dreyfus had muscles the whole time. Oh, so it was like He's just Dreyfus with Rambo arms. Yeah. Dreyfus with that, Rambo. That's kind arms. of that might be a kind of a good song. Yeah. Um <laughs> He was a Dreyfus with Rambo arms. <laughs> he was a Dreyfus with Rambo arms. Ooh, that's a, um, that's a well, future song a week song if I've ever heard one. <laughs> and as some of you know, over on our Patreon, we do two bonus episodes every month. Mm-hmm. And some of those bonus episodes, like this past Saturday, we released a songwriting sesh where yeah. you get a peek in at us writing uh, one of the song songs for the pod in real time Ooh. from scratch. Uh, but those podcasts also are jam sessions. Sometimes we we find recordings of ours that mysteriously line up like Dark Side of the Rainbow style with the animated Garfield specials. Yeah, and we've also released uh, uh, live shows that we've done. We've also played You and Me, just acoustic sets of, of yeah. old favorites. But one bonus episode I thought that could be kind of fun to share was, uh, do you remember when we did one that covered a bunch of Nirvana songs? Yes, I do remember that. We dial this one, whoa, we're dialing it back 20 bonuses to uh, bonus... Bonus more than 20. Bonus 18. Oh. Uh, some of our bonuses will do a little hero worship, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, we, we do a deep dive on an artist. We cover some of their songs. We talk about our experiences with them. Yes. We've done Dolly Parton, ELO. Ooh. We've done a bunch. And yeah, so we thought that we would release the Nirvana episode. People have been screaming, release the Nirvana episode. Well, here you go. Yeah, so let's take uh, a little break. And when we come back... Uh We'll present the bonus episode. Yeah. Enjoy. Don't Stop or We'll Die presents... Ten Things You'll Learn by Listening to Star Wars Minute. Number one, Harry Shearer did some of the voices in the original Star Wars. Number two, George Lucas originally wanted Anakin Skywalker to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Number three, it took three puppeteers to operate Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi, including one smoking a cigar. Number four, in The Empire Strikes Back, they tested to see if Yoda could be played by a monkey. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, he couldn't. Number five, Luke Skywalker's nickname in high school was Wormy. (laughs) Number six, 
Because he knew Uncle Owen would never let Luke leave to be a Jedi, Obi-Wan killed him and Aunt Beru and made it look like the work of Imperial Stormtroopers. Number seven, in The Phantom Menace, Liam Neeson talks into a lady's razor thinking it's a communicator, I guess. Number eight, only one actor has appeared in all 11 Star Wars films. Ooh, number nine, director J.J. Abrams insisted that several characters in the sequel films are named in honor of Beastie Boys songs. Number 10, ooh, Boy, nerds like us, we sure do love talking about Star Wars. It's true, so if you like listening to nerds talk about Star Wars, check out one of our favorite podcasts, Star Wars Minute, wherever you get podcasts, on YouTube or at StarWarsMinute.com. It's a bonus episode of Song a Week. Welcome back, patrons. Oh, it's good to have you here, Mike. It's good to have you here. Oh, my goodness. It's good to have you here. It's oh. good to have us here. Uh, I hope everybody is nice and relaxed yeah. for another episode where we dive a little bit into an artist that we love. Yeah, it's a hot day, so we wanted to take a dive into the deep pool of right. Nirvana. The refreshing pools, <laughs> much like the cover of Nevermind itself. Yes, Mike. Uh, we're talking about Nirvana. You know them, you love them. Do you hate them? I doubt it. Uh, some people probably are haters. Yeah, but I, I gotta say, Nirvana does seem like one of those bands that uh, if people put them on, there's not a lot of complaints. Yeah, you know, I feel like the people, like more people complain about the idea of grunge or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't like that. Or that was the stereotype yeah. in high school or middle school. Is like grunge. Is like I remember grownups being a little down their yeah. nose about it. Maybe but they then just you play Nirvana and they they like it. Maybe they just meant grunge as in like on things in general, like yeah, messiness, just grime. Not the music. It was just like, ooh, I don't like this grunge that's on the bottom of your sneaker. That might be it. Well, uh, what do we like to do here, Paul and I? Yes. We like to cover songs mm -hmm. uh, and talk about our experience with the band. So yeah, we. Uh, we covered a few Nirvana songs. Yeah, we've done a few previous tribute episodes for uh, who, who have we done, Mike? We covered Electric Light Orchestra. That's ELO. right. We did uh, Dolly Parton. That's right. That's we, right. We've done uh, the songs of Christopher Guest and Waiting for Guffman. That's right. That's right. We've and done there's there's a there's a half dozen of these I think. Yeah. So we thought, hey, it'd be really fun to go to a band that we have loved uh, since we've been. Young adolescent, wee boys, wee boys, uh, and and we thought we'd do uh, kick it off with a cover mm -hmm. from their first album, Bleach. Bleach. Uh, it's a song called "About a Girl." Mike, do you want to perform it right now? Let's do "About a Girl." Ooh. Here's "About a Girl." Think you fit this shoe, I do, but you have a clue. I'll take advantage while you hang me out to dry, but I can't see you every night. Free. 
standing in your line I do hope you have the time I do pick a number two I do keep a day with you I'll take advantage while you hang me out to dry but I can't see you every night free With an ear to lend, I do Think you fit this shoe, I do But you have a clue I take advantage while You hang me out to dry But I can't see you every night No, I can't see you every night Free So, like Paul mentioned, that is from their first album, which uh, was kind of before my awareness of Nirvana. I had to kind of backtrack to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how were you introduced to... How was Nirvana introduced to you? Oh, but yeah, Mike, same. I, I agree. Like, I, I didn't know about Bleach until after Nevermind came out. They're mm-hmm. one of those bands that the debut got a little slept on. And then after another album, people go back and check out the old stuff. I remember because ne- Nevermind would have that would have been '91, right? Yeah. So I remember that being maybe maybe kind of the first new album that came out that I was aware it was just like a smash. Just this, it was everywhere. Yeah. Every one of my pals. And yeah. Whatever. It was. It was all over the place. Yeah, how are uh, you? You asked me, and I ding dang didn't answer it. My like a fool. Uh, how did it's I? Not, not too late. Well, I'm curious. I want to ask you first. How did you? What did you uh, was it a? Where did you see that CD? Uh, I'll go first. Well, I did see the CD at the mall first, uh-huh. in like one of those. I don't think it was a Sam Goody in our town, but at the mall. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I forget what that store was called. But music Land. It wasn't Music Land either, but it was something more like that. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, and you see that baby, you see that baby floating in the pool. You're like, what's that little guy getting up to? Yeah, I think that album uh, should be in a brown paper bag. Oh boy, with that baby penis on there, I don't want to see that. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> censor it out. Yeah, I can't believe a major label would allow that filth. Yeah, to that's, be put in our that's record stores. The grunge we're talking about. That kind <laughs> no, of yeah, I remember. Yeah, I first saw that album uh, in my sister's uh, bedroom. Oh yeah, and I opened up the CD, Mike, and on the front is like uh, uh, you know a baby and a baby penis, and you're kind of like, ooh, these guys, they don't care who they're <laughs> like, what boundaries they're pushing. Mm-hmm. And then I open it up, and there's. Kurt Cobain flipping the middle finger. Yeah. These guys seemed real dangerous. Uh, I didn't see that part 
until I was at my friend's house. Let's say it was Pat Wozniak's house. Wozniak! I think it might have been Wozniak, who lives in Thailand now, I'm pretty sure. What's up, Pat? I'm sure you're listening. Um, (laughs) But then I saw the the liner notes, and that was maybe the thing that um, was... uh, I listened to their music a lot at friends' houses, Mm -hmm. but I, I feel like I heard their songs more on MTV than on CD. That was... Those were like... Three years of my life where I was really watching a lot of MTV right there. Yeah. Like, 91 to 94. Well said. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, well, I got into them through MTV, Mike. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the deal. When I was, uh... Now we're getting to when it. When I was 13 years old, my 13th birthday, mm-hmm. my birthday's April 12th. That's right. Kurt you Cobain's, can send all your packages. <laughs> Kurt uh, Cobain's body was discovered April 8th, mm-hmm. and... His that was a Friday, and I was having my slumber party. I'm 13 birthday party on that Friday. Oh my! So it's me and four buddies, and we we do the thing on you went at sleepovers, but I'm turning. I'm literally becoming a teenager, and I get to watch. It was just a marathon of every Nirvana performance that they had any yeah. tape on any video, and I. Fell in love. It came at right the right point when I wanted it, and needed it, and I loved the tune so much. But it to 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 speak to what you were saying, it took me three years. Nevermind came out ninety one, mm-hmm. and then they had all those videos in utero had come out, and it wasn't until the lead singer took his life that uh, I, I didn't know about the band. But yeah, I mean, I was I watching. Think that's probably the too. case with a lot of people. Yeah, I was watching their videos. I guess none of them hooked me. Certainly, I'd seen the "Smells Like Teen Spirit" video. What what videos like jump out in your mind that you remember that, are on MTV? That's hands down the one that I saw the most. They played the shit out of that. Yeah, that Teen Spirit video, and also the Al video, the Weird Al video. video <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Which was also funny. Yes, uh, and not uh, unrelated to me getting further into Nirvana. Yeah, I wonder if. Uh, yeah, because I, I had heard their music and seen their videos all those times. Maybe it officially took me becoming 13 in order for my brain chemicals to understand what this all this angst was about. Or all of the all the boy energy goes out of you at midnight on your 12th birthday. <laughs> and you get filled with man energy! Uh, where you can finally understand Nirvana. Now, uh, Mike, you did mention, and I realized... Uh, I didn't stop to really fully explore what you were saying with the the Weird Al spoof of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, this spoof probably lived with me first before the real thing, which is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, You mean that's really cool for, yeah. of you? Yeah. Um, Did you like the Off the Deep End spoof <laughs> album where... Were you disappointed Weird Al's penis was in on that album? I was, of course. When I first saw that, I remember thinking... Hmm. He really pulled a punch by not putting his penis on there. Yeah, and you know, that's what everybody expects from Al, is to have his naked penis on an album cover. <laughs> um, the uh, There's an Al original on that album. Uh, I mean, I think there's a couple, but... Yeah. It's, is that the one with, with the new kids on the block... Um, Oreo, uh, the the white stuff. Oh, the white stuff. Is that on that one? <laughs> the white stuff is on that album. The white stuff. <laughs> I mean, because it is like it, that album is interesting because you'd think with the Nirvana spoof on there, it's like 
has an, uh, its eye on the times, the present times. But then you listen to it, and it's like, yeah, a spoof of mucho grande. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Taco grande. Taco grande. <laughs> you gotta have a few food songs on there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then a New Kids on the Block song. So I, I guess at the very end, he was just catching up to it. Um, uh, so the, yeah, I remember in particular the image that I'm struck with instantly is the marbles coming out of his mouth and he's singing about in that section where, well, we talked about this a little bit before we started the record that like, uh, Kurt Cobain gave his blessing because he thought it was funny that the song wasn't making fun of the music or the band. It was just that he was like a mumble mouth and you couldn't understand the lyrics. Yeah. I like the, I I like picturing Kurt Cobain going, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. That's good. Let's do that. He's rolling on the floor holding his tummy. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think uh, it's kind of rare for Weird Al to have? I feel like the song isn't usually a barbed sort of like joke about the song itself very often, right? That's, that's true. So it was maybe he was going into deep waters, Weird Al. And I, I uh, yeah, into those deep waters of the album cover. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I wonder where that baby is at uh, from the album cover. Oh, uh, here I, you know what? I actually got his phone number once. Oh, really? Um, at one of these fancy Hollywood parties, <laughs> we're always at. Yeah, here um, <laughs> I got. I have to step out to use the bathroom, but you can call him and talk to oh, him. Okay, you here you're. Ha- I get. I yeah. uh, you just airdropped me the phone number. Okay, let me just call him up here. Uh, hello. Um, this is, um, I don't know if you, uh, you, you probably don't know me. I'm Michael Cassidy from, uh, Don't Stop or Will Die. And, um, from Don't Stop or Will Die? Yeah, the band, uh, Paul Rust and myself. And anyway, we, is this, um, sorry, oh, this I is rude. Guys. Is this, is this? I've seen your videos on, uh, Funny or Die. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been a fan for a long time. Um, so, I first asked, "Don't stop or we'll die," because I wanted to make sure what you said was true. Oh yeah, well, I, it's definitely it's definitely us. We're bona fide. I promise oh. you. And, <laughs> and are you? I mean, not. I don't want to be rude, but are are you the baby from uh, the Nevermind cover? Is that okay. why you're calling me? Well, no. Well, yeah, um, but not. Okay. That's why I didn't want to ask. I don't want you to feel like people are always calling me. Yeah, well... People are always calling me, asking me if I was the baby on the album cover. Honestly, I would think that maybe it's not an honor, and maybe, you know, I get it, it loses its novelty over time, and I guess, I don't know, my friend Paul got your number at a fancy Hollywood party that we were at, and maybe you should just be more protective about this number, because... My number number keeps getting out, and people keep calling me... Well... why don't you just get another, you know, change your number? Uh, maybe we can help you with this. Maybe Paul and Why I Why could... don't you change my diaper? Oh, oh no. Uh, I'm still a baby. Oh, my goodness Did gracious. Did you know that? No, of course <laughs> not. I might be a baby. Oh, my gosh. That's got to be horrible for you. So you still do diapers and not in the potty? Oh no! Oh no! But you are. There's a turd rolling around in my diaper right now. Oh boy! You know what? And I know it's gonna be gray. Oh gosh! Why would it be gray? Why, baby? Why, baby? From Nevermind. All right. Well. I'm sorry. It's just. 
I'm good at other things too. I'm good at soccer. I'm good at painting and dancing. So the fact that you would call me up and wait, you're not that dancing baby from Allie McBeal, are you? The Chumbawamba baby. This is what I want to be known for. Yes, I was the Chumbawamba baby. I don't Allie think. McBeal. I don't think that people are putting together that that's the same baby. Because I'm wearing a diaper. Yes, that's exactly. Why. That's well, why. Also, I'm a little bit Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. I'm well, I didn't Owen notice it Wilson. at first. But then over the course of our phone call, I did notice you were more and more a little bit Owen Wilson. Well, look, I don't want to take up too much of your time, baby, from Nevermind. Or, no, 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 Chumbawamba, baby. Right? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. We'll make sure, Paul and I will get the message out that you aren't, you know what? You aren't the baby from the Nevermind cover anymore. It's the Chumbawamba, baby. Oh, I a totally, that, Mike. A totally modern reference for you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Wow. I just want to say I love you. Uh, We all love you. You're cherished. You're valuable. You are special. You are important. And you shouldn't feel down about yourself. Of course I don't feel down about myself. I was the baby on the Nirvana cover. Wait, I just, but you just. Here we go. Baby. Chumbawamba, baby. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for chatting. Bye. The yeah, so smells like Teen Spirit was probably the video that I watched, um, that that I remember the most. Uh huh. Um, and that's not my favorite of their songs. I I would say that almost. Geez, I will just say that like I think my favorite tracks are on that that unplugged album. Yeah, even not- better than the album versions. Those songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the album that I've listened to the most uh, in in total. Yeah, so that unplugged album, like they took some songs from their whole career. Uh, I mean, the next one after Bleach was Nevermind. Mike, perhaps we could play a track from Nevermind. That's a phenomenal idea. Let's play a cover of Lithium. Yeah, yes, let's do it. From the album Nevermind. Kurt! <laughs> so happy cause today I found my friends they're in my head I'm so ugly that's okay cause so are you we broke our mirrors Sunday morning is every day for all I care and I'm not scared light my candles in a daze cause I found God yeah 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 Sad. And just maybe I'm to blame for all I've heard 
heard, but I'm not sure. I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet you there. And I don't care. I'm so horny. That's okay. My will is good. Yeah, yeah. That's a really fun song. That's a great song. Um, these songs are not something that I've played before. I've never sat down and go, let's play a bunch of Nirvana songs. This yes. is this is fun to have an excuse to do that. Yeah. So, Mike, as we move through these albums, we did Bleach, we did Nevermind. That's right. And then came uh, In Utero. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after also that was... Also baby-related. Yes, very baby related. <laughs> I, it's too bad there wasn't sort of like a baby version of Nirvana that would yeah. go around and play. Like the Muppet Babies for Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. But Gonzo is in it. And then after that, they had the uh, Unplugged album. Yes. Uh, it unplugged in New York. Now, for those of you New who York, are disappointed... Woo! Woo, New York, woo! <laughs> for those of you who are disappointed that on our Nirvana tribute album, we didn't talk more 
about Weird Al. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we, we have other things to talk about, okay? Yeah, we, we focus on the things that we're passionate about. <laughs> now, Mike, uh, you, you mentioned previously your affinity uh, for the uh, Unplugged album. Yeah. Uh, how fantastic is it, my friend? It's just not to be topped. It's so good. Yep. Um, it's fun to hear them captured in conversation and he says like well i've already got two cups of tea up here yeah he's a little cranky he is a he is a grouch on that one but (laughs) that's what you want yeah that's what we want from that album is like a captured grouch yeah oh i i think um grouchiness crankitude is maybe not for us mike but for most musicians it's it's a, a primary quality i expect i want I don't like actors, writers, comedians who are jerks. But give me a jerk musician. Yeah. Sign me up, man. Yeah, uh, that that just proves that they're writing their tunes from a hard place. Yes, that's right. That's right. Now, uh, the unplugged thing was a big thing in the 90s. Remember what cool. a trend that was? Everywhere. Yeah, it was huge. It was, I don't know, this was at the early part of that i think and well you couldn't swing an acoustic guitar without hitting an unplugged special you couldn't and this one uh there's a bunch of songs on here because they cover a couple songs that i really like they yeah. do uh they like do- a fire which is awesome yeah they bring in the meat puppets and they do their covers of that and then uh then they do the bowie cover the man who sold the world oh, really good that's really good i mean i like the idea of bands stripping down that was sort of the idea behind unplugged right yeah and maybe with nirvana in particular maybe why it's so satisfying is there was Mm. i feel like there was i mean always this maybe stigma is the wrong word but they were categorized as like uh simple music or like it's not complicated or or it's Mm-hmm. Uh, is like their musicianship was not being yeah. proved on the records, perhaps, right. and then at an unplugged uh, concert where it's just their instruments and their voices, and the songs are still so good. Yeah, uh, it's almost like they were answering that criticism. Yeah, I never thought about that, Mike, but that's good that the uh, 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 if they're kind of dismissed as a loud, noisy distortion band. Yeah. And then they get to play, and those tunes are such great tunes. Those yep. tunes can be played for years and years and years. Hey, we're playing them today. To this very day. And it makes our just a bonus episode just a little bit better, because we love Nirvana and their tunes. Mike, I wonder if we ever did an Unplugged album, would we uh, get five harps? Yeah, I guess we'd get five harps, three lutes, and a piccolo. <laughs> Is it accordion, acoustic? Can we fit that in there? And like a a choir of toads, like the Harry Potter song. (laughs) A little chorus of animals. (laughs) Well, we can't get a chorus of toads until next bonus episode. Mm -hmm. But until then, how about we play a song from In Utero and Unplugged here, Mike? Ooh, yeah, perfect. Should we go out on it? Let's go out on our cover of the Nirvana song, All Apologies. Should I be all apologies? What else should I say? Every 
What else should I write? I don't have the right What else should I be? like you easily amused find my nest of salt everything's my fault I'll take all the blame aqua sea folk shame sunburn freezer burn of her enemy in the sun in the sun I feel as one in the sun in the sun married 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 yeah 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 All in all is all we are